Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Minds on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and today's the third podcast in our Mental Health Misnomer series, once again featuring Pete McCleary, who's a licensed clinical social worker, as well as the clinical manager of adult programs at Penn Medicine Princeton House Behavioral Health's outpatient program in Eatontown, New Jersey. Today, Pete and I are discussing obsessive compulsive disorder and what that really means as opposed to how people typically use that in conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and find it helpful. We kind of talked about bipolar disorder and a pneumatic piece to that. And now we just spoke about what a depressive episode can look like. The other one that, that I kind of came up with or that I, I notice all the time that bothers me is um, OCD or obsessive compulsive disorder. Just because I think less so with the other ones, I feel like people have a tendency to use this in like a, oh, it's so cute kind of way, which which kind of really annoys me. So like you know, you know, I have to organize my clothes in this way because, oh my God, I'm so OCD. Or like, I don't know. I'm sure you can think of a million other examples of when you've heard people say that. Well, in reality, having obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, I mean, can needing things organized in a certain way be a small piece of that? Sure. But you're leaving out you're leaving out all the all the suffering and all the all the torture that it, that it can feel like to have an anxiety uh, diagnosis like that. Um, so I think that idea of like, oh, this is this is kind of a cute thing. I have OCD because I like things organized in a certain way, or I have to do it the same way every time. That is not at all what it's like to have obsessive compulsive disorder. You bring up uh, a really good point. And there's there's a lot of irony here because there's oftentimes, as you mentioned, people will assign themselves OCD, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's typically as a way of getting other people to back off, right? It's like, I mm-hmm. need it done this way because mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. this thing. Oh, oh, it know. could, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Sure, it can and, be and, used in that way. For sure. Obviously, sometimes we can look at other people who are doing something in a very particular way, and we can assign it as an insult. Like, wow, you're so OCD. Let it go. Right. right, like, right as in, right. I don't want to do it your way. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing from a mental health standpoint is that we actually see OCD in two ways, right? There right. is obsessive compulsive disorder, which a lot of people, I think, are used to seeing in like shows and movies because it has the rituals, the compulsions, um, and almost that like tick-like behavior where people are touching on re- repetitious cycles or yeah. doing things uh, on a you know certain number of times. And we can see that and we go, oh yeah, that's OCD. I know what that is. But the other side, the way that it's often used like you're describing and I just described, Andy, is obsessive compulsive personality disorder, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think people don't realize that we're talking about two completely different conditions here. Right, right. And yes, they're two completely different conditions. But I guess just another point I want to make is that like when you see somebody in um, a movie or something who is assigned a, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder, I can't, um, there's a one movie in particular that was like, it's a few years old now. It's like, uh, 
Jack Nicholson's in it. I forget what it's called. As good as it gets, is that it? I don't know. But um, isn't there uh, isn't there one with Nicolas Cage? Oh, is that Matchstick Man? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. that's actually a good movie. But I think the thing that that annoys me is that like yeah, you can kind of see the behaviors or the compulsions in those movies. Because uh, you know they're they're doing they have the ticks or they're um, organizing things in a certain way or whatever, but you don't get sort of the internal obsessive piece that's going on, which is extremely uncomfortable and debilitating. Um, so you see the compulsion piece in movies, but you don't really see what's happening inside of their minds, which is extremely uncomfortable and can be very scary and. So uh, I don't know. I feel like that kind of does it a disservice, if that makes sense. Sure. I I often will use the example sometimes um, because when you're talking about clinical OCD, right now, the personality side, you're talking about an anxiety disorder. And so when we talk about anxiety in group or when I'm working with patients, um, I'll give the example. Like, have you ever gotten in your car, gotten halfway down your street and thought, oh, my God, did I lock my door? Mm hmm. And that can be like a really unsettling feeling, right? Where you're like, oh, shoot, did I even like close my door? And the more you think about it, sometimes the more you convince yourself like, oh, my God, I probably didn't. Mm -hmm. But how often do you actually stop, turn around, drive back, go up and check? Right. Not, not too often, right? And oftentimes what happens for most of us is we're able to just move on. And I think to your point, Andy, someone who uh, has OCD that is not able to fulfill um, the rituals or the compulsions that come up. So their compulsion would happen when they have a certain thought, like how to lock a door properly or how to safely leave their home. Um, they don't get to leave that thought behind. They don't get to go have a good Friday or, you know, a, a carefree weekend. They obsessively, torturously, uh, anxiously ruminate and so much so that they could have hives, you know, like they could, mm -hmm. their blood pressure is up. It is mm -hmm. not a comfortable experience for them to be in their own skin. Right, exactly. So now that we're kind of on the subject, I think we should have more of a conversation here. What are obsessions and what are compulsions? Um, so we're talking about obsessive compulsive disorder. So it's really a sort of a mixture of these two things. Um, and would you want to maybe just talk about what obsessions are? When you think of obsessions, we're thinking about like repeated, persistent, unwanted i think that being a key word mm -hmm. um thoughts urges or images right mm -hmm. so a lot of times when you hear obsessions you're thinking oh they must really like that no not here it's almost like a fly to a light right like they can't help it it just they're drawn to these particular lines of thinking and they're almost always like catastrophic. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing comforting or wanted about them. Oftentimes the obsessions are ways to keep their family safe or themselves safe or how to keep themselves clean or mm -hmm. germ free or, you know, things like that. So the obsessions are just ways that the the way that they're thinking and the way that their kind of mental imagery works uh, tend to go along these same rote patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, like you said, the, the key word is unwanted. So unwanted thoughts or images. And it's almost that idea of like the more that you try to push it away, the sort of the stronger it gets. Right. Um, so 
like you said, obsessions has sort of a connotation of like, oh, they're obsessed with it. They love it. In this case, it's the complete opposite. It's like, you know, if you have obsessions, you you hate it and you don't want to think about these things anymore. But your mind just kind of keeps getting drawn back there. Your um, your internal dialogue keeps getting um, getting brought back there, and it's very very uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. So then the other so that's kind of in very broad strokes that's what we're talking about when we talk about the obsessive piece of obsessive compulsive disorder um so then what would the what is the compulsions piece so compulsions along a similar line have to do with the behaviors that they feel driven to have to perform to maintain either a sense of safety or equilibrium Mm -hmm. Um, so oftentimes the obsessive thoughts come in and to manage or to release that pent up anxiety that's built up from these unwanted thoughts, there is a uh, paired compulsive behavior that they do to um, kind of offset in a way. To alleviate it temporarily. Yeah, typically, not always. Uh, Sometimes, Mm -hmm. obviously, uh, there are like ticks or there are like certain kind of behaviors that maybe are also part of the problem they're part of this like obsessive urge right Mm -hmm. like you know hand washing Mm -hmm. was one that obviously it goes in line with the obsessive thought of like dirtiness or cleanliness Mm -hmm. but sometimes the compulsion is just you need to wash your hands or you need to touch a door so many times to make it lock properly um those things tend to kind of the the compulsion tends to be leading the charge there for whatever reason Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm just thinking of the example you gave before of like someone who's driving away and they think, did I lock my house? Um, if you're someone who has obsessive compulsive disorder, well, actually, let's even take a step back. The obsession might become, I didn't lock my house. Um, someone's going to be able to get in and kill my family. Like it can be that extreme. And so the compulsion that you may have to deal with that is, you know, you have to come back and check your locks in your ha- on your house three times before you go anywhere. So it's like this idea that you develop this behavior that offsets the thought. Yeah, you'll, you'll often hear them say like it has to feel right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like they'll lock it, but it won't, you know, and sometimes the th- they'll do it and the thought will be well I didn't it didn't click right so when I take my key out it's going to unlock right, right and it's like exactly. all right. these unhelpful thoughts that weasel in that undermine them trying to like subvert the the ritual yeah and i think um as the disorder i guess progresses it can become more and more elaborate right so maybe it just becomes you wash your hands twice because you're convinced that there's still germs on them when you're done. And then, you know, six months later, it can be you're washing your hands eight times every time you go to the bathroom and you also are using paper towels to turn the faucet off every time to turn the knobs because you're scared that you'll get more germs on your um, hands. And also you have to sanitize the doorknob uh, eight times before you leave the bathroom. Um, It can have like a snowball effect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, And also before you kind of talked about the difference, 
between obsessive compulsive disorder and obsessive compulsive personality disorder. And I, I feel like we, I probably interrupted you and then we kind of glossed over that. So do you just want to touch on that very briefly? Yeah. So oftentimes, I mean, thinking of the misnomer piece here, we're typically talking about the personality side of OCD when we're using it to describe ourselves or other people. Because truly, if you're going to describe a person with OCD, you should be describing rituals, right? Which mm -hmm. often we wouldn't do because we recognize that individual is probably struggling and doing the best that they can. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how we most often are incorrectly throwing around the term OCD. So OCPD, obsessive compulsive personality disorder, has a preoccupation with a certain kind of set of order, rules, regulations, details, like you definitely care about the way things go. So I think we right. all can imagine, all right, who are those people in my life? Because they exist. There is an extreme like perfectionism. It doesn't always have to be that they're perfect, but in the way that they want things to go, it has to mm -hmm. perfectly be executed. Sure. Yeah, and I th like you said before, I think this is more often when people are using the term, oh, they're so OCD. Right. So sometimes, you know, you can see, you know, uh, a student who maybe gets a 97 and is upset. We probably aren't using OCD there mm -hmm. or OCPD, but where we do see it is someone who maybe tells you, oh, uh, I just vacuumed that room. Don't walk in it. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of thinking to yourself, okay, so the room is a room in the house that we're now not going to use because it has freshly vacuumed lines in the carpet. Right, like, yes, right. don't walk on it. And mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay. Now, that person just wants the house to look neat, right? So it's not necessarily about germs. It's more about the, the, the image that they, they want. Or, or as we're going to get to, um, it's about this idea of control, mm -hmm. right? Um, OCPD, typically it's about controlling environment, people, tasks, situation. And so oftentimes they will kind of exert the way that they feel most comfortable by labeling or making things uh, in, the, in, a, in a very strict vein, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is the way it needs to go. Sorry, this is just how it is. Right. They're very rigid and stubborn. Um, inflexibility comes to mind. That there just isn't the ability to safely think about doing things a different way. Right. Um, but again, it all comes back to this idea of control. Because we're talking mm -hmm. about a personality disorder. So you're looking at this idea of like, how is this person trying to control their environment? Um, and this one has much more to do with kind of the behaviors of others as much as the behaviors of yourself. Whereas typically right. OCD is very much self-focused on the thought, like the obsessive compulsive link and the ritual therein. This mm -hmm. one has a lot to do with the environment and the people in the environment. Right. So that's so that's the personality disorder piece. It's more focused on the people in the environment and controlling that. Whereas the um so that's the personality dis obsessive compulsive personality disorder, whereas obsessive compulsive disorder uh proper is more focused on managing your own internal dialogue and anxious feelings as much as it is controlling the environment yeah i mean they have obviously almost the same name mm -hmm. but in reality ocpd is a personality disorder so it's kind of like you know 
It's over here on the right. Put it over in, in, in category A. Over on the left in category B, we have an anxiety disorder called OCD. So why do I make that distinction? Because they're treated in completely different fashions. Mm -hmm. Now, in talk therapy, some things are going to be similar. But in reality, like you can met you, you know, you can give medications for anxiety disorders to help treat certain things. Whereas OCPD, like you're you're working with just someone's personal preferences, someone's personal understanding, their personal schema. All right. So um this is just your public service announcement. When you're when we're using terms like OCD, bipolar, depressed, uh, just know that we're probably not using them correctly most of the time. And stop. Well said. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, in general, there are better ways to describe what's happening, right? I think that's why we really wanted to throw it out there because, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, if, if every time you get sick, you say you have the flu, you're not really communicating the right things. Right, right. Because right, exactly. one is contagious, one other people need to get involved with and care about. Other times you could just be sick. And that's where it's like, hey, you can be sad. You can be, you can even have depression. But if you really think it's at that point, you should be trying to take care of yourself and not just kind of keeping people at bay. So a lot of today was really just to help people understand the way that they're actually talking, how it impacts people who actually have those conditions and how you can kind of better communicate what's going on with you going forward. Well said, sir. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. <laughs>